0: On the Record with Gavin Riley, Brought to you by PwC
1: on News Talk.
0: Now, we're going to turn our attention to Europe. France's Constitutional Council on Friday approved a very unpopular plan to raise the retirement age. In a victory for President Emmanuel Macron after three months of mass protests over the legislation that have damaged his leadership for sure. Joining me now to discuss is Laura Marlowe. She's Paris correspondent of the Irish Times. Laura, thank you for being with us today. It's a pleasure, Mandy. Now, before we get into what happened and what might happen next, can you just give us some context for all these changes and why, in particular, Macron chose to do this at this particular moment in time?
1: Well, he'd always promised to do this. Uh, it was part of his platform in 2017 when he first stood for president. Uh, he tried to do it in 2019 and had to back down because of, well, really because of the COVID pandemic, but he also faced mass protest then. Uh, And then when he stood for re-election a year ago, he again said, I will enact uh, the reform of the pension system. He made one small compromise, which was to lower the retirement age from 65, which was what he wanted, uh, to 64. Um, But the the reaction in France has been very dramatic. Um, Between two-thirds and three-quarters of the population are opposed to this reform. They view uh, retirement at 62, or well, a, a low retirement age, as social progress. They say there is no reason whatsoever they should follow the rest of, of the EU and and uh, lengthen the working life of, of citizens. Uh, so it has really uh, Macron, as you said, triumphed. On Friday, when the Constitutional Council validated this law, um, they also invalidated six what were called social writers, which were had been concessions to other parties, for example, regarding the employment of senior citizens. uh, That was a concession to the right-wing, les Républicains. And so for the trade unions, this is a a disaster. Um, Mm. This is the worst possible outcome. And now the real question is, How will Macron revive himself politically? How will he go on to govern for another four years that are left in his term? Um and he's he's got several options, but uh it's it's a very difficult situation at the moment. He's going on television tomorrow night. The Elysee said he's going to take stock draw lessons and talk about the future. Um, the last time he went on, on television a few weeks ago, it really backfired. It made people very angry and the most violent protest of all followed two days later. So. Um, it'd be very interesting to see if he can h- finally hit the right tone and somehow calm things down or if he's going to continue to, to be very tough. Um, on Friday afternoon, a few hours before the decision was handed down, he was visiting the construction site, the reconstruction site at Notre Dame Cathedral. And he said, don't give an inch. That's my motto. Uh, which doesn't sound very, very calming. Um, and also on Friday, the trade unions, had begged him not to sign the law. They said, you know, just just wait. Uh, one of one of the leaders said, wait at least a week. Mm. Uh, he signed it overnight, uh, and the, the the trade unions denounced that as provocation. Mm. And now they say they're going to have a, a human tidal wave on May first, uh, which is Labor Day in France. Um, they're calling for the biggest demonstration ever. Um, this is the first time in 21 years that all of the trade unions have been united for uh, May 1st, and the last time was when Jean-Marie Le Pen was on the runoff for the presidential campaign in 2002. So uh, we keep going from there's like deadline after deadline after deadline, and each time it feels like you, you know the the real showdown. So tomorrow night Macron's speech. May 1st, uh, the trade union marches. Uh, It's interesting, Macron had said that he would meet with the trade unions on Tuesday. They've been, during the the protest, he repeatedly refused to meet with them. So he he asked to meet with them and um, one of the, the leaders tweeted, LOL, laugh out loud. You know, mm-hmm. they're, they're not willing to see him now. Yep. And they've said they'll only see him after the May 1st demonstrations.
0: Yeah, and, and Lara, that vote... Um That gave the green light to all this going ahead on Friday night might be seen as a kind of pyrrhic victory for Macron because it certainly doesn't end his problems. But if it did progress, what happens next to the legislation? When does it go into effect? It takes effect on September 1st. Uh, OK, so one of the things you mentioned there was the, the protests and they, they're not going to stop, clearly, from what the unions have said. But the levels um, and the nature of the protests that we've seen in recent weeks, not really what we would ever see here in, in Ireland. But can you, can you just talk to us about some of those protests that have happened of late?
1: Uh, well, they started in January. There have been 12 days of national protest and for the, they started out relatively peaceful. What happens is that these anarchist groups, um, in particular, one called the black, Bo- black blocks, uh, who are by and large young people, men and women dressed all in black and they, they wear ski masks and they're vandals basically, and they're usually, um on the the, the sidelines of the marches and usually towards the evening towards the end of the day they start setting fires uh, because there were huge piles of rubbish all over paris because the the rubbish collectors were on on strike um, they were burning, mostly burning rubbish. They they break windows. Um, they attack riot police with with stones and and so on. And, and the riot police respond with tear gas and uh, projectiles, uh, grenades, stun stun guns, that sort of thing. And it it did get very very nasty a few times. Um, Macron's favorite restaurant, La Rotonde, where he had celebrated his election, was set on fire. Uh, there was one woman who had her thumb torn off. Um, so it, it, it can be very dangerous. Um, the the worst night, um, they, they there were about um, close to two thousand demonstrators, maybe maybe more, on the Place de la Concorde, and the riot police um, lined up on the bridge leading to the National Assembly. They were just opposite the National Assembly. And, uh, they, they basically dispersed them with, with tear gas, but, um, the, the metro lines were all shut down and the next day it looked like a, a battlefield with with you know detritus of sort of barricades all over the place. Uh, so so it can be very bad. Uh, one point I should make though mm-hmm. is that the, the union trade union leaders have said they are not going to demonstrate every week for the next six months. They basically admitted I maybe mean, there will be a huge demonstration on May first, but this is not going to go on every week a demonstration as it has for the last three months. Um, the numbers have been going down the last two protest days. Had far fewer demonstrators, and and so the the um, you know all of the momentum has kind of gone out of it. I personally think that now that Macron has won and has signed it into law, that uh, it will basically die down. I mean, his his party and his rule are are pretty battered. Uh, and there's still a lot of very, very bad feeling in France, but I think it's going to move on. And okay. I think the, the real future is Macron trying to find a co- formal co- coalition with uh, Les Républicains, with a conservative party. That's, that's where we're headed.
0: OK, well, only time will tell whether he's uh, overplayed his hand or he can recover. But Lara, we really appreciate you taking the time to take us through all of that today. That was Lara Marlow Marlo from the Irish Times. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Mandy. On the record with Gavin Riley,
1: Sunday morning at eleven.
0: Brought to you by PWC. Great minds think unalike. Different skill sets, diverse opinions, it all adds up to the new equation. On News Talk.